0: 7:36 on Wake Up Mid Missouri, where we talk about things international, national, local, and what it always is always about every time, no matter what we talk about. It's about you and your life. And uh, one of the things that's so so important is, of course, public safety. That is the number one charge of government. We have a little problem in Colombia in terms of some lagging ability of the of the of the folks who are doing the job to continue doing it because they're running out of people. Joining us now is Matt Nichols, president of the Columbia Police Officers Association. How are you doing Matt? I'm great. Good morning. Happy holidays to you. Thank you. Um so I wanted to I wanted to focus on the council meeting Monday where okay. a now former right columbia police officer correct gave a talk during the public comment i was out of town so i wasn't able to see it but um you did see it i did um tell us a little your summary and your take and maybe your your thoughts about how the reaction has been afterwards from what you've heard yeah so uh,
1: detective haig uh, had the ability to go up and kind of share some of his thoughts and uh, when he uh, approached some of us uh, within our organization uh, I would never discourage anybody, but I wanted him to be careful simply because he is going to work for another law enforcement agency, and the last thing I would want to do is is uh, for him to put himself in in any sort of a uh, jeopardizing situation with his uh incoming agency. Fortunately for him, he is going to work for a fantastic agency that uh he even kind of let him know, you know, hey, I'm gonna go share my thoughts. Uh and and they were supportive of it, Ooh. which is which is really good. Uh but the big thing with uh with Detective Haig was uh it really came down to he has he has young kids and um, Columbia was going to be it for them they bought property they bought a house uh his wife was in the medical profession uh, had a great job here uh they weren't looking to leave he was looking to stay here and sounds
0: like a sounds like a fairy tale story right i mean that's exactly the way you'd write the script
1: yep yeah yeah and uh you know ultimately it just came down to the way the you know even outside the department, even the way the community was was moving and leaning, uh, it just it just wasn't the place. And it's really sad. He was an unbelievable, uh, smart young guy. Uh, had done a phenomenal job. Really kind of climbed the ranks uh, into the position he was in. And and uh, it was sad to see him go. I'm very very upset to see him go.
0: Well, as you know, one of the missions on my afternoon show, and I think uh, the folks on this show as well, have always been worried about what's going on in the policing realm here in Columbia. And we, mm-hmm. we watch the numbers go down. Uh, what's the latest count now in terms of the numbers down?
1: I, you know, I honestly don't know. I, do, do you? I do.
2: Yeah, okay. uh, I do. Um, I've been out taking care of mom for a couple of days, but just last Friday. So these numbers will be very, very close. Uh, I talked I talked to, checked with the assistant chief, Jeremiah Hunter. They were down 41 officers. Okay. So that number's actually gone up a little bit. So yeah. it's 41. If it's not 41, it's going to be really close to that.
0: Well, and we're seeing, an, uh, it seems like the pace of resignations and vacancies seems to be increasing. I mean, it's bad enough if it's sort of a linear curve. Sure. It seems to be an exponential curve. I mean, it's taking yeah. off. So well, Jill Schlutte has her work cut out for her. Absolutely and, the new and chief.
1: you know really the entire command staff does. I mean when you uh so I am uh now on my third chief uh at the Columbia Police Department Burton being my first. Um there really is a honeymoon period if mm-hmm. you will and mm-hmm. and we had that a little bit with Jeff and and we've got that a little bit right now with with uh Chief Sludy. Um the only difference is staffing. And you know we can uh, we can deal with changes in in big bites. Uh, it's a little more difficult when you don't have uh, enough people to uh, to carry the workload, and, and that's one of the things that we're that we're really struggling with right now. So, I I do know that the forty one. I'm not sure if that includes the the folks that we've hired. Uh, do you know? Does that number include the folks in training? I
2: don't know that, and I'll have to confirm that because I just asked him how many are you short mm-hmm. right now, and he said forty-one. Okay, and that number fluctuated. It was thirty-eight, thirty-nine. I don't think it includes the people that are in training,
0: but I could be wrong on that. Okay. But it's,
2: it, it's that, that, that is a it's a troubling number, though, sure. Matt.
0: It really. Oh yeah, is. you're listening to Matt Nichols on Wake Up Mid Missouri, president of the Columbia Police Officers Association. Matt, when we had John back in October, I, mean, I think that was right after the council vote on the ARPA dollars, and you guys were pretty upset, understandably so, that they didn't earmark any of that for hazard pay for law officers in the CPD.
1: Absolutely, and you know, it's it. So the thing about ARPA is it was it was one time money, right? And it's uh, it was money that we could use for retention. It's money that you know, yes, the the. The, the language in there, you know, was for hazard and, you know, dealing with the things, which, I mean, I could talk for two days about, you know, the things that occurred and and stories that our people dealt with. And, and I've touched on it before, uh, you know, the, the most glaring example I have, uh, one sergeant, she was separated from her family for almost four months, uh, simply because she had a child who had a very serious autoimmune disease. And, uh, you, you know, the, the belief was if she gets COVID, she's not going to make it. So uh we could talk about all those tragedies. But the big thing that we tried to push with the city was this is this is a great retention tool. Mm-hmm. This is a tool that, you know, we, we're not asking you to write every cop just a big fat check up front. Let's spread this out over a couple of years. Let's give people an additional incentive to stay and. It just fell on deaf ears, and it's really upsetting because we did have uh, council people like Dom Waterman, and we had council people uh, like like Nick uh, Kenoth, uh, and even before that, Mayor Brian Treese brought it up, and and they were all very active in wanting to use this as a retention tool for uh, for our people, and and not only just our people. Uh, like I explained to Mayor Buffalo when I when I met with her uh, a few months ago. I don't care who you give it to. Give it to the bus drivers. Give it to the trash workers. Give it give it to the people that, uh, unlike a lot of these nonprofits that they gave the money to, can go out and get private donations. They can do their own fundraising. They can get their own source of, of revenue through grants. Cops and firefighters and trash workers, we can't do that, right? And... It, if you're going to make an investment in not only the community and in the city, make it in
0: your employees. Employees really need to be number one. Yeah. That's employees are – you can have all the bricks and mortar and all the equipment right. you want. And of course, that's necessary, but it's not sufficient. <laughs> it's It's only sufficient when you have dedicated, engaged people. And right. I'm afraid we're losing engagement. I mean, people have their limit when they're working. Yeah. You've described it before – you you work a long shift and then you may get a little shut eye you may not and you're back to another long yeah. shift because all of the mandatory overtime and everything I mean, it Absolutely. Just, it multiplies and then it becomes a really just a, a a vicious cycle.
2: Randy, thank you so much, Matt. We appreciate you coming in and joining us. And again, uh, we know they're they're 41 short right now ballpark, and uh, we'll we'll get an updated number I'm sure next week as well from uh, from Jeremiah. I know you were you were pretty. I'm not going to say upset, but frustrated back in i 'm looking at a story I did in October, and you can e i 'll just pull it up for sure. you to see and basically, you were saying I think you said it right here on the show. you said your officers don 't feel appreciated and don 't feel valued, and I took your concerns directly to the mayor. You may have heard the story I sat in act Mark Slavitt was with me that day it was it was the day after the um, c p o a with the with the the breast cancer awareness. And the mayor said, this is what she said. She said she was heartbroken because she says that the city council approved an across-the-board increase in pay and a heavy increase in starting salary and that she and her fellow council members appreciate Columbia's police officers.
1: You heard that? Your response? My response to that is absolutely. They gave us an across-the-board increase. They gave us uh, roughly 10% is what they gave the new hires and for all the senior cops, uh, over, uh, I want to say it was over roughly five and a half, six mm-hmm. years, mm-hmm. they got 6%. So two things uh, is what has our inflation been over the last couple of years? Because the year before that, we, we really didn't get anything. Mm-hmm. And the second thing is, the one thing that we have fought for years, for decades, has been compression. In 2019, I had a 20-year detective who has since retired. A 20-year detective made 26 cents an hour more than a brand-new person starting on the street. And here's the reality. That brand-new person when they went to midnight shift they made more than that yeah. 20 year detective. Yeah. So th- what the city has done is they have recompressed us,
0: right? Yeah. And we've seen that in healthcare, nurses that have been uh, yeah. there for years. It,
1: yeah. And when Same it comes way. to the support and and I know that, you know, I truly believe that that she is heartbroken to hear that that we are upset i
2: think but, she, i think she was she seemed, yeah. she 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 seemed genuine sure. i
1: was sitting right next to her. and 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 i i absolutely understand that and i believe that the problem comes down to she is not willing to do what it takes to support the police okay. we we have asked tirelessly really for the last year we've asked to be supported we've asked to be supported not only uh... financially
0: for a pay step plan for our people uh pension it, reinforcement i mean pension bolstering pension, as well ab, right absolutely there's some concerns coming from the state oh my whether God. whether it's a sustainable it, yeah. pension plan because it's a defined benefit plan right but it is okay and
1: i mean that's oh that's that's a it's whole other week sure, of talking yeah. right there. And we so, will.
0: But, we'll have you back. Yeah. That's it, a big it, deal.
1: But, it, you know, we've asked for support. We've asked for, you know, elected officials and city officials not to pass judgment on ugly situations yeah. in in the media. And, it, you know, here's the thing. Uh, you will not find any, not. there's not one true and genuine police officer and or law enforcement officer in the country that will say law enforcement is beautiful in every aspect. They can't say that because it's not law enforcement can be very ugly and it's not because we want it to be ugly. It's because it is the nature of what we deal with. What we deal with is people at their worst. Right. And what happens when you deal with everybody that's at their worst. Yeah.
0: Bad things happen. They're bad outcomes. Have you seen Howsworth in a speedo at the Christmas party? <laughs> I, I mean, oh, talk about someone at their worst. I don't think he's... Uh, I'm, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. That's see. an old inside joke. I don't,
2: uh, I don't think he said. I do. I do want to follow up. But well, we're going
0: Okay, uh, we're running out of time. Okay. So. Quickly follow up, and then and then yes. John has a question. I,
2: yeah. Absolutely, you had mentioned real quickly that this detective said that the the mood of the community or maybe the feeling of the community. Mm-hmm. Can you elaborate on that? And
1: or are you saying the, we're we talking about the residents? Absolutely. And here's what I can say, and I can really sum it up like this: when an issue comes up to the city council, let's use an example of like a a new. Uh, a new bike trail. Okay. Or a walking trail. And you have 50 plus people that will show up and are willing to talk about a walking trail or a bike trail and their opposition I mean you've even got high school kids that show up and talk about this and how wonderful it is and then when we have critical issues involving public safety in our police department and we only have people like Tanya Heath and we have people like Randy Minshew and we've only got two or three people that are even willing to show up and talk about it what does that tell us mm-hmm. what does that tell us do I do I believe that we have support of the community absolutely I know we do, because I see it. I see it a lot. The problem is uh, when, when the only people that show up to talk about the cops, you've got a few that really uh, that appreciate and care about us, and then it's all the others that do want to, you know, just want to be detractors and take away from what we do. And uh, you have people like Chris Jones who spread, uh, you know,
0: blatantly false lies. Uh, Yeah. What What do we think? You know. I think there's a, there's a very loud and vocal minority that probably don't speak for everyone. But, you know, I mean, I, I think this conversation needs to continue on. We will continue it. Yeah. And we'll be talking about, you know, having some regular, as we do on the afternoon show, having some regular conversations with Matt Nichols. Thank you, sir. Appreciate Thank it. Thank you. Merry Thank Christmas you to you. Yep. All right. We come back. We'll see what kind of quirky and odd story. Our friend John Marsh has. I always look forward to that. Hope you do, too. More coming up on Wake Up Mid-Missouri. Barbecue at 810.